Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida. Hopefully, we do have one that's kind of coming up that we'll get into a later time. But as always, this is your host, Tony, with our boy, Nix. Hello, 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 people. Hello, hello, hello. Trying to, trying to accents. Trying different accents. I don't know what that was. That was uh, British. I'm hoping. British mixed with something else. Yeah. That how's was Brad Pitt and Snatch. <laughs> so how's <laughs> everything been, man? Uh, it was all good. All good. Um, nothing to really report. It was. It felt like it was a, a, a an eventful weekend, but I don't remember what I did. You don't remember what you did? Yeah. It felt, like, I felt like I did a bunch of stuff, but I can't actually tell you what I did. So, all right. So with, <laughs> for this weekend, it felt longer. Uh-huh. Than our our uh, Labor Day weekend, it felt longer. This weekend, I felt like I did a lot more mm-hmm. than like the the weekend felt longer than Labor Day weekend for me. Because uh, one thing is, uh, it's kind of a sneak peek right now. It's it's in per in production, is it? In mm-hmm. the middle of production, that uh, me and one of my best friends, Chris from Dopish. Mm-hmm. We're doing a mini YouTube series. Oh, that's right. Called uh, Thrift- Thrifters Never Say Die. So okay. we're going to either thrift stores, flea markets, garage sales, and finding little trinkets and little collectibles mm-hmm. and um, resell it, either keeping it, but ultimately the goal is to resell yeah. to like something that we want. Like for Chris, it's uh, the PS5. So he's buying and reselling items so he could turn around mm-hmm. to, to get a PS5. So yeah, so mine's. Uh, I think I was going for a one of those uh, one fourth scale Spider Man statues, or there's another so one. So wait, wait, wait. Just so I understand the premise correctly, this is not uh, like you're not. It's not like a side hustle. You're not like doing where you're just looking for stuff you can resell. You're doing a kind of like the paperclip for house thing. No, not p- where you buy, is trading. You, you buy one initial item, sell that item, whatever you make for that item, you go to the next item, sell that item, go to the next item. So basically, like, that's what I'm saying. The the initial, the red paperclip for, for house well, project. Well, well, the red paperclip thing was a trade. It was trade, yes. But, no but, mo- no but money the idea exchange. is what I mean is. uh, Kind of, but it was more on the sense of a side hustle a little bit. Okay. Because we started with $20. Okay. That's what we started. This is our base, $20. Whatever we could buy with 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy it, resell it, mm-hmm. and then um, continue on the process until but you get to. I guess what I'm asking you is, you're not going to go anything past your initial investment, right? Twenty dollars is going to be your. That's it. Yeah, that's my start. So if I like now, mm-hmm. like just recently, I think I don't know if you were with me. No, you yeah. weren't. I told you about it, but I'll just mention it now. Like I bought uh, like this Pokemon set and like two uh, Mega Blocks, like complete mm-hmm. sets. It was sealed. I bought it for like twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. So it was under my twenty dollars, but I sold it for like seventy. So now I have like eighty dollars to to rebuy whatever I need to to progress to get more mm-hmm. items. But I'm only doing things that I don't, I don't have to stay in like in inventory. I try to find things that I could flip quick. Yeah. So I could get to my goal faster. Okay. So yeah, but we're gonna start doing that. We're doing that. We're filming, and um, I think we're we're also doing a little bit of a backstory to whatever we buy if there's mm-hmm. an like interesting story about that certain figure or that certain toy or that certain collection and involving either if it's a game comic book figurine um i i found some like weird oktoberfest mug that was from like germany so it's fun it's, it's exciting so that's what i was doing this whole week and i was a uh, garage show shopping all saturday morning okay so uh, are you are you just taking like um donations for your cause no 
No. No donations. No, there. I was going to say, because I can donate, like, um, remember I told you I have the baseball bat display case that I use for the Funko Pops? Oh, that, if you want to, we could try to flip it. I mean, it's, I mean, again, it was just a donated to to your, to your cause. Yeah, I know, but I think that's that's what we we were saying. Like, we we're not going to take any donations or anything. Okay, so you didn't want it to straight. be things where people are just selling you stuff you can sell. Yeah, it's just like whatever we could find is ourselves. But mm-hmm. we have to. It's also a lot. It's fun because I'm self educating myself on mm-hmm. certain video games, certain comic books, certain figures. So I'm mm-hmm. like, so now I'm getting more of an eye a little okay. bit to be like, I know that's going to sell, or I know that. I know what they're asking is way under values for what I could get it for. So, but so the, yeah. have you found anything that sells faster than others? Like maybe electronics, games, sneakers, um, like which, like which items do you think have a faster turnaround? A faster turnaround. Any, all right. So here's the thing. Anything Pokemon related has a quick turnaround. Really? Yes. Is it for lack of knowledge or just demand of the products? Demand of the product and, um, it depends on the demand of the product and what it is. Because if it's just a regular card, yeah, it's not. It's either has to be uh, the one that I found was like a Japanese set. Okay, that was new. And um, if it's a complete box set mm-hmm. that hasn't been unsealed, and then people will buy it. Because I think I listed it like at twelve o'clock at night, and then at twelve fifteen, mm-hmm. like fifteen minutes later, somebody already bought it without. Wow. It didn't waste any time. Like, I I literally put my phone down to check something mm-hmm. in the fridge. And by the time I got back, I was like, oh, so, so-and-so paid. Please ship. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, like, certain Nintendo games, mm-hmm. if, like, GameCube games sells fast, um, preferably anything Mario, yeah. they, they, that will sell pretty quickly. And there's certain titles that you have to find. And it's a lot of research that I know. Like, sport games, sporting games, I they don't sell. Really? They don't sell fast. And oh, they, because people want the new games. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, it's either, if this gets a sports game, it has to be really rare, or they're mm. trying to complete a collection. Okay. Like, I had a friend that he had all of Madden collection, and, mm-hmm. and he sold it. I think he was trying to sell it, but he was like, he decided to keep it. But he had, every, from the first Madden mm-hmm. to the to like the 2019 version that just yeah. came out last year. So he had all of them, all, all as one set. Oh, the 2020, I'm sorry, that came out last year. All right, but yeah, so that's that was my uh, my little weekend and little side project that I have going on also, nice. which is fun. But let's get into some news. Uh, talk to me, man. What's All going right. on in the world? All right, so we're gonna get into one interesting topic that came out today. Okay, was our, our newest favorite superhero, if you want to call him that, from uh, Lovecraft Country, Jonathan Majors. Our favorite character. He's not a superhero yet. I mean, well, okay, he did display. Well, I mean, don't worry. Yeah, but I guess what you're saying. I know he displayed some powers, abilities. Some abilities. And he's a protagonist. He's the protagonist of the show, so he's. I feel like he is. A super I feel like I, you know, what's so crazy with that actor is that he's he has a very strong presence. Yeah, especially when he's on screen, and it's weird that I don't remember him from anything. I, honestly, I what was it. That's uh, you know what I thought. Like I was, watching, I saw a picture of him today when the news came out. Yeah, what you're about to announce was uh. I'm like, is he the guy from Percy Jackson growing up? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you know, what it, was? it was something about like, not in the show. In the show, I didn't notice him like that. I know he's not probably the same actor, but no. I saw a picture of him and I'm today. And I'm like, I can see like, almost like they they seem like they, they would, they have some resemblance where if I said that, somebody might actually believe me. Yeah. Well, he did start in um, the, what was it? The five, uh, blah, the five bloods. Okay. That was, uh, I think it was on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Okay. 
So now his new, the new project that he has going on on HBO Max is, is he plays Atticus in Lovecraft Country. Yeah. So he is casted as a major villain for the next Ant-Man 3 movie that is supposed to be coming out in 2022. Okay. And there's a lot of speculation that it might be Kang the Conqueror. With that being said, I think that'd be an amazing character okay. to bring in because that brings in the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. So wait, but it's gonna be presented with Ant Man because I mean, Kang the Conqueror. I mean, maybe I'm not too familiar with his like his you know how he's in the comics, but yeah, isn't he from like a space? Isn't he from like space itself? Like he is from the future. Oh, okay. He's from like deep in the future. He's like a descendant of uh, Richard Reed. Okay. So he's like. I don't know what and, and what. Oh, so he's he's not for, he's not from space. He's sci-fi. Like he's from the future. I mean, okay, that that, that kind of justifies how he is. Yeah, and that justifies the the, the tie into Ant Man because Ant Man already has established time, the quantum realm, exactly uh, time so, travel. So this one, so Kong, Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. um, he is set to be the like a descendant of uh, um, Rich, uh, Rich uh, Reed Richards. I'm sorry. Okay. And um, in that storyline, that that character itself, he ends up taking Doctor Doom's like time traveling machine and going. He's like hugely fascinated with history, so he starts going to different times, mm-hmm. and then he ends up in I think uh, it back in time to the Egypt days, like and and he ends up taking up uh, becoming a pharaoh and getting all these powers that he was uh, he was supposed to be like a descendant of Doom. I mean, Apocalypse. Like okay, he, he about to say because yeah, the the look and the the regal nature of it, and uh, I actually did see a little bit of Apocalypse when I saw the picture of him, so that that kind of makes sense. And the storyline, yeah, did follow up with so yeah, he's somebody who's uh, associated with. Wow, that's a so, lot of connections. So yeah, so like that, he ends up um, getting defeated. Uh, like the whole process gets defeated by the Avengers, and um, he ends up getting meeting with uh, Doctor Doom. And he starts doing the, like his arm and everything's almost like Doctor Doom esque mm-hmm. style. And from there, he he takes on another ultra. He takes on an ultra ego called uh, Scarlet uh, Centurion, and he ends up making like this uh, pits the Avengers like with their counterparts. Mm-hmm. And then later off after that, he ends up trying to go back to the future, and he misses by a thousand years. And there he he takes on the name of Kong the Conqueror, which he tries to um, take over the world or Earth as like when it's like futile and then trying to at an earlier fertile state of Earth to, just to be the Conqueror. So there's a lot of backstory. that's a very methodical character if you think about it, because if it's OK, so I'm, I'm not too familiar with the character, but based on the, what you what you've told me so far, that actually can introduce a lot of things. Fantastic Four, the mutants, Doctor Doom, which, which, well, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like in general, it's like because you're saying the connection he has to Apocalypse or the connection he has to, um, to obviously Reed Richards. So it's like just in the research of who he is that will bring up those people. And That's a, that, and I think that would be an, an excellent character for him to play. One, because mm-hmm. he's a great actor. Two. The character itself is a great introduction that's going to branch out to every other character that they're trying to bring into the MCU all together. Yeah. So. That's so, a very methodical thought. Like, that feels like a very methodically thought person. Yeah. To, to bring in there. That's crazy. So, let's see how they bring him in. And I think it's going to be exciting. Of course I, I, I think I think he's... he's um, I haven't seen... I've seen bits and pieces of uh, The Five Bloods, but I haven't seen The Last Black Man in uh, San Francisco. Okay. 
but his his portrayal as Atticus in Lovecraft is amazing. Yeah, he's uh he sold me. I'm like I want to see him in more stuff. And then yeah. now that I saw, now that I remember he's at in uh, the Five Bloods, I'm like now I really want to watch a full movie. There was another movie that he was in um, that 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 I uh, really liked him in. I'm trying to pull it up. Hold on. But he was in. Um, oh man, bear with me for a second. Ah, okay. But um, I, because I I really feel like for me, I mean, personally, because I haven't seen Five Bloods, so for me, he I feel like he literally just appeared out of nowhere. And I mean, that's for. I mean, he does so well, and he, it's it's more of the way he carries himself in the roles, like you know, almost like like you know, just very just very regal, very very strong. Um, he could play. He has such a range that he could play with that kind of that kind of demeanor. Yeah, the one the one the movie I do remember him from. That's what it was. It was a uh, White Boy Rick. Oh, he was in that one. Yeah, he was. He was. He was a cast in that movie. And he was. I'm guessing he was his friend, wasn't he? Like, he was like, one of his friends. That okay. was. Yeah. So he was a uh, Johnny Johnny Curry. Okay. In the movie. So I remember him. I, I, I when I saw the, the his uh IMBD filmology, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's why he looks a little bit familiar to me. I'm like, I've seen him somewhere, but yeah. So. Well, I can't wait the, for that. I can't wait for that. Honestly, the excitement is coming from the idea that you know. I mean, what was how how many years ago? How many years? It's been like a year or more. How since uh, Avengers Endgame? Like three years already. Three years. Three, it's not years. be three years. Is it the last movie since the last Avengers movie? Yeah, about three years. It's been three years. Wow. Yeah. No the reason I say that is because okay, so I think it's been three years. No, but um, is you know these other movies haven't really. Oh, sorry, last year, 2019. Yeah, so I mean, I'm like, wait a minute. I, so many things has happened in 2020. It feels like, reason, man, I swear, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, if I was going to make a paint, I want to make a painting of 2020. Like, just literally took like every single, like, scare that comes up, right? And try to put it into one painting. How would that look? <laughs> and then, just the other day, I saw a meme about the, you know, the fire that's going on in California. And the, it was a meme only because... I don't know if there was it was part of a helicopter or something, but there was like a tornado in the middle of this flame, and I'm just like, it just it feels like feels like we're living in, in like a weird cartoon, like you know you 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 have you know what was it fire tornadoes and yeah. murder hornets and like all this I'm like what it's, like it's crazy. Yeah. It's like if you were to tell, if you were to write this up and write and tell it to somebody like 20 years ago, and they like they would just look at you like Are you crazy? crazy, like no. But yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, but great thing that you get into that because yeah. it's a great way to talk about things that you normally would talk to somebody ten years ago. And be like, would that really go that direction? And it, and you're like, it did. And I also called it four movies ago. Mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious <laughs> has kind of through Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> confirmed that they're going to space. Dude. Yeah, yes, we're there. And I think oh, somebody <laughs> joked about it. I think it was Boss Logic that mm-hmm. I think he did an image of, uh, ter- or it was a fan poster. I don't know if it was Boss Logic that it was Terreno in his car, and you see a spaceship going to uh, just a rocket ship, just a space rocket ship, just boosting out of this into the sky. And I was like, I want to know who me? who got us here. Like I feel like I can't really like tell you like one movie went to the extreme from one into the other. It, just it was felt like, like five, five, five was uh, the one that was pushing it. Which was five? Five was was the well, they brought in uh, Hobbs. Yeah, when they were when they were when they introduced Hobbs in when, Brazil. In Brazil, when they were doing when they took like the actual full case embedded into the building and dragged it out of the building, roaming <laughs> through the city, 
Or what about it was the six that they were in Dubai and they 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 took a car and they drove into another. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you know, like I remember the very first movie. Like the craziest thing was, is that they were able to drive underneath a semi truck. Yeah, that was like the what just happened. I can't believe that was the thing. And I was like, it just seems like they one upped each movie, but they did it in such a gradual way where you're like, wait a minute. How are we here? How are we at this level now? Within in five mo- in nine yeah, movies, like I just laugh because I, I swear if you were to read the ID, IMDb of the very first uh, uh, Fast and Furious, as far as what the premise was, what they did, what they were like, what the whole uh, scam was, yeah, compared to how I'm gonna read the IMDb of this next movie, you're just gonna be like, okay, what, like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. What just it's happened? It's crazy because the first, the original one. If you haven't seen it, we're gonna spoil it for you. Uh, it's been like what, eighteen years almost? Like it's been forever. Fifteen years, something like that. Um, yeah, it's all about uh, Paul Walker's character being an undercover cop and trying to get Dom, which is Vin Diesel's character, as uh, seeing that they're stealing. <laughs> they're robbing the, semi trucks before for for TV DVD VC, players and stuff. DVD, TV DVD or VCR combo TV combinations you know what i loved about that if you really watched it okay so okay, the motivation wasn't to stop these thieves that were stealing millions and millions or whatever like that wasn't like if you listen to people that wasn't what they were afraid of what they were afraid of was that the semi truck drivers were basically becoming they were vigil- not having it they were like yeah they were gonna start becoming vigilantes and driving shot having shotguns and i'm like that's what they were trying to prevent in my head i'm like Wait, that is a huge undertaking <laughs> of FBI resources because you don't want semi truck drivers to carry guns like that. That just killed me. I'm just like, what? But anyways, yeah, we're we're at that point, and now we're the, going now to we're, space. Now we're going to space. You think he's gonna have a car attached to it? I feel like he's gonna. He, I literally think mm-hmm. he's gonna have a car on the spaceship while driving it, I don't think they're going to go and he's into gonna drive okay. off, off of it I think they're going to go float down to, into space I think they're going to you remember the the guy a couple years back uh the um the Red Bull uh skydiver that basically took a balloon all the way to the very very top of the atmosphere the last atmosphere before Yeah the before you go into you can actually like you you're in space you're looking at whatever you're up in space I think that is the space it does I don't think they're going to actually go to a space station no, no, I don't think they're gonna go to space. I think he's in, he's in, I literally think he's gonna put a rocket on a car, maybe his charger, and just go up to space, float, and then just come down to hit a building, to skid around to save a cat that is in peril. I think that's what's gonna happen. I'm calling it right now, just like that. And he's gonna fall from space in a car, somehow land and, and perfectly. What I love on the, his ninth gear. No, what I loved about it is that he never looked in any of the movies. If you notice, Dom never looks confused or like worried he always seems like he knows what he's doing in these like, like he's done, situations like he's done it before yeah <laughs> yeah like when he jumped from one car i don't know if it was him who did it but like when they jump from one car to another it was like yeah like okay we're gonna do this like, what okay like you, you don't even seem like you're questioning what you're about to do you're just like yeah i got this yeah he's like oh i need you to jump from <laughs> this car to that car do a backflip yeah to the other truck do a gator roll yeah and i need you to get to the driver's seat yeah. and then hit reverse all right, I'm t- bro, I did that last week. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got it. We, we got, got it. it. Yeah. Go- we good. We good. We, do we need to do a practice? No, 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 no. I got it. Like, I got do it. You, do you understand <laughs> what the, the, the scenario I just presented to you? Uh, you- a barrel roll, a gator twist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Wait, no, seriously. seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. 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 okay, we got it. All right. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's do this right now. 
Let's so, do let's okay. do three days of uh, uh of scouting and analysis. All right, so, it's, so so we don't have a bridge. We have like a rope. No, we got it. we good we good. We just we're gonna roll it. It's gonna roll on the string, and we're like what? Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. I you know I almost forgot the trailer. I don't know if it was it's for it's for the yeah the new movie is coming out. They swung a car. If I remember correctly, they swung a car like Tarzan. Yeah, that's in this next movie. Yeah, dear lord. So yeah, and I guarantee he's gonna do that. Like, I he's got like, this. hook it, hook it, hook. It. I got it. <laughs> yes, I I know how to I know how to turn the wheel well enough that the tire will hold on to the rope. Yes. <laughs> Cannot wait. Yes. Cannot wait. All right, let's see what happens. <laughs> oh man, and I hope it's the end. I think. No, I don't think so. I, yeah, um, I don't. As long as they, if like this, if it makes money, yeah, they're he, gonna make another one. If it makes make, that makes money, they're gonna make another one. He's gonna be like he's gonna race a Martian. In outer space, <laughs> on Mars, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be called Fast and the Furious Red Planet, uh, like literally. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, no, they're gonna watch. They're gonna have their own version of Thanos, but instead of like snapping his fingers, he hits the the NOS, yeah, and everything in the from behind the car turns into dust. Look at that! Hey, Vin Diesel, <laughs> call us. We got a story for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they gonna get mutant powers. Watch somebody's gonna have power. Somebody's gonna have a mutant ability. Yeah, at one point in the oh, series, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's gonna Vin Diesel. I think the last role of the last movie is mm-hmm. Vin Diesel turning himself into a car. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna uh, transform into a car. There was wow. What there was, was a cartoon. There was a cartoon that did that. Yeah, I just yeah. can't remember what the cartoon was, but yeah. I was <laughs> oh, they're gonna. Oh, I, oh my gosh. All right. I can see it. They're gonna. He's gonna use a body part to fix the car at one point. Well, then. Yeah. Tony just pricked it. Pretty he's gonna. Good. He's gonna put his hand into the where the the shifter is and just shift with his arm, like in there. He's like, well, losing his arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, what this movie is. Fast going. and Furious predictions. Yeah. Please, please give us yours. The predictions. Oh yeah, Fast and Furious predictions. Please yeah. share yours. <laughs> All right. So mm-hmm. last topic uh, before we get to the Nix's corner review mm-hmm. is uh, the announced that The Walking Dead is being canceled or ending season eleven. Yeah, you're eleven. Yeah, it, you know what's really crazy is I don't think I mean how about this? I kind of appreciate uh, Spanish soap operas because they're designed with an ending in, in place. They're because they're one offs. Some, but them? they're like, yeah, they're like one season, two seasons. But most. they're like eighty episodes, but they're one season. Yeah, they're like three. Yeah, that's right. How many how many episodes per week do they come up? Because sometimes I'll, it's one. Know, when day. I was growing up, is it one? A, was one a day? It used to be like one a day. Wow, but I was I wondering know. because I remember growing up, my mom used to be like, you know, like, oh, I gotta watch this show. I'm like, oh, but didn't you watch the new episode last yesterday? And the next day she would watch another one. So wow, it's yeah. a new episode every day. Wow. I don't know if they. I remember back in the day it used to be one a day, five days a week wow. for like, like a like for like for like six months. Okay. So yeah, so you figure that's like almost shitload of episodes at least. Yeah. Oh, well, to three or four months, then it's like at least a hundred episodes, hundred twenty episodes that mm. they're doing. But yeah, they they have a beginning and they mm. know their end. That's what I mean. I think I think it's. I think it's always appreciated. I think if you make a show, and don't get me wrong, because I, like I'm, I'm a huge fan of Supernatural, which will be going into their last season now, um, and I think that they they did have a preconceived ending. I think the pre they did have a preconceived ending in the series, but the show just kept on going after that. So all right, 
so the popularity can't beat popularity. Once yeah, it's, so, yeah. So, all right. So here's a lot of things that came into it. Mm. Um, originally, they didn't have an end in sight. They, they were for, like for, for The Walking Dead. Yeah, because I thought they were even going to go into the Whispers uh, storyline. Yeah, so here, there's a lot of things that, that, that play into that factor. Mm. One, originally, they were like how I was saying, that they didn't have an end in sight. So it's like because um, now that like Rick was out, they were like maybe they felt like they could rotate the main character as the story progresses. Like, oh, who's going to be the, who's going to take the role who's for the show? To, yeah, for the, like the sh- yeah, who's going to lead the show to the next seasons mm-hmm. or season and hopefully they just people will be more invested in the universe yeah. that they're in than the character. So that was one issue. So mm-hmm. another thing was um one one of the the creator uh Robert Kirkman, he ended the the comic book last year. So a lot of the um, story based or uh, a lot of the fan service or a lot of the storylines that we're doing on television, they were going as close as possible to the. Wasn't he book. also? Doesn't he also write the show though? He was a sh- yeah. He was one. Of, he was a, created the show. He was one of the show writers. But there were because the show ended, the comic book ended. It's going to create an issue because now you have to veer off to do your own and I think that that is one thing they that might be afraid that it's gonna go away from the show itself and the, the essence of what the show is and what they're trying to create or what they wanted to so end it on a end it on a high what's is this the high note right now no it wouldn't it wouldn't be because uh, the viewership has been slowly declining since uh, Glenn right since one since Glenn passed away mm-hmm. then when uh, Andrew Lincoln's character Grimes Rick Grimes left that diminished it, but they they took that out because he are making a movie for the, a Walking Dead movie with him, and a lot of they've noticed that a lot of um, other characters that were stable characters they're leaving, not on the not on on their own terms than on the shows. If that makes any sense, okay. Like the girl that plays Sasha, she left to be on Star Trek. There okay. was other characters that left because of the show, mm-hmm. but there's other actors that chose to be like i want to leave and that doesn't look good if you have actors come in and your your intentions to be like hey this is a could be a stable character maybe not a main one but a real great supportive character that could carry out through the next four seasons and like maybe two seasons in three seasons in, it's like oh i don't i want to be out so that is another issue that they might they were currently running into that they were losing a lot of actors mm-hmm. that had staple roles in the show but now the thing is with that is that they have uh, Norman Reedus uh, and uh, the lady that plays Claire. Um, they're gonna have their own spinoff. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like they're canceling the show, but they're actually honing in on those two characters. So now um, there could be less budget because they're hu- they had a huge budget because of the production value of so many people. Mm-hmm. But now that they're, because they're condensing the the characters, now they could condense a storyline into just focusing on them and maybe a few handful of people that will go along with them in that journey. So they do have a spinoff. They do have another show that comes up. Oh yeah, this one does it can- does that cancel the the other one? No. Which one? The the Fear of the Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. No. I think it continues, but people were it, it it's hard to to try to build that story. I feel to go into what uh, Kirkman's did for The Walking Dead because they're, they're trying to build it mm-hmm. to, so it ends where The Walking Dead begins. But now they have the other one. I can't remember the name. Is that they're set in the future now? This one is that the kids already established that they were born in the Walking Dead universe. 
Mm-hmm. And they were like, I need to get out. So they try to explore the world and but they're already already accustomed to the what the what what universe they live in. Then being accustomed to the changes that are that all these are experiencing now. Yeah. I mean you know what's funny? Okay, so one thing I noticed, I mean every country has their own different way of watching you know, movies playing out, things like that. Um, and I noticed, in our, I mean, I'm, I'm not comparing because I really don't know other countries like that, like so well, but I noticed with this country, specifically like the U.S., we're very attached to specific characters, like very, where, because remember, Heroes was supposed to be an anthology where it's like every season was supposed to be a whole different set of people, and that didn't work out because people fell in love with the original characters, I believe, that's yeah. what happened. Um, so obviously, people need that kind of, something as a staple, and maybe you could try the, where you're kind of going around. So I'm wondering if maybe like it would be interesting if let's say um, the show starts off with a guy, a regular guy, normal, whatever, that gets turned into a zombie and he starts walking throughout the world, the country, whatever. Right. But everywhere he shows up, you know, you start the story goes into wherever he shows up. Okay. And then he just somehow he survives or whatever. Nobody kills him off. And then he keeps on following another group and then goes into another town, another area. And then sets up a whole new set of people. And so kind of like that. You know what it is? Kind of think about um, the Hulk TV show, mm-hmm. but with a zombie. Mm, no. No? No. Like the zombie doesn't actually have to be. Because that's the thing is I don't want. I wouldn't want to build a specific character because then everybody just follow. You know, everybody has to. But just like something that connects each kind of like uh, there was an old movie I watched one time. It was called $20 Bill, where the entire movie was just the lifespan of a $20 bill, like, you know, from the, from print to the bank, to the first person that goes and the story that happened to him. And then it goes to the next person, the next person, the next person. And then it's just a bunch of little stories based yeah. on the experience of this $20 bill or uh cat eyes from Stephen King. Oh yeah. All right. So yeah. Sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, definitely. So with that, yeah, I do understand like we, we are attached to certain characters in certain yeah. show and certain and, and once it gets established, they um they they latch on to that character and just build that character out. So one one show that did it perfectly mm-hmm. but ended horribly was Game of Thrones. Because there was not one character that you initially followed. It was everything about that show was about everything that was happening around from different places and different interactions. There was not at the first, at the beginning, you thought it was Ned Stark. You're like, oh, we're following his, because that's how it opened. You're like, True. oh, we're, we're going to follow him. And then, like, six episodes in or five episodes in, he dies. You're like, what What the hell is going well, on? Okay, so I can I can almost agree with that. But the only difference is with what I'm kind of suggesting and what we're kind of discussing is um, where no character is safe, right? No, no character is ever established because, no, you know, it just keeps on going. Now... Game of Thrones started that way, but if you really look at it, towards the end, it, it was almost like it's almost like if you wanted to find a, a needle in a haystack, you burn the haystack, and then the, the needles show up. So that's what it was. The needles were always in the beginning of the show. You just didn't see them as relevant until you burn off every other character, and then they rose. Unfortunately, that's the thing. We became attached to those characters who stayed there. Yeah, like you know, uh, um, like uh, what was it? The the queen. Um, the, the, yeah, the uh, you know all the characters that that were still at the very end of it. Again, Jon they were Snow. all established from the beginning, but they weren't relevant because other people were more relevant. And then you burn those characters off. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh my god, these are the people that we were supposed to care about the whole time. But, yeah, but that's the thing. That's what they did so good. But at that's the why beginning. it ended so badly, I think, because also we 
thought they were going to go a specific way and we attached ourselves to those characters and because they didn't go the way we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, because like I was saying, the, how they opened it was amazing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how nobody was safe because every episode yeah. you, like, you don't know who's, who's going to die. Yeah. And I'm like, they just bring new characters in and they'll just continue the storyline until like I think season three or four, mm-hmm. that transition that you were, they were like already, you could see where their focus, who they're really focusing on as the main character. Exactly, yeah. Or the, the people that they want to attract to more. Like John Snow, and, and that's a, that's an interesting way to to set that up because that you're right, that is not very common, and I like that. Where it's like the people that actually are more relevant, the more people, important people, you actually do not know because they might not appear that way. Yeah, they might seem like super secondary, third. You know, they don't characters. get the screen time, but they. But then, slow, little by little by little, you see them how they develop, they grow, and the people that you thought that you were supposed to follow burn off and then you see like almost like uh do you remember uh uh um deep blue sea yeah <laughs> just like that where it's like oh so it's a samuel jackson movie yeah oh no it's not like it's not, it's, not. <laughs> it's a kuji movie <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so, so that that is one that is like how you said and i like the fact that i like shows that nobody's safe like of course and they and as much as like then that's a great thing about it because you're you're valuing the world than who's on who has the most screen time. Yeah, and I love that idea of like just creating a show like this is the world, mm-hmm. whatever it is, pandemic, zombie, uh, outbreak, war, anything. Nobody's safe. Yeah, we're just showing how the transition of time is going and how's that affecting everybody, mm-hmm. even if that if it's at the end of their time or at the beginning of their time, and that's it. And I and I completely agree. I with just you think that. you have to be careful how you do it because if you do it in a way of like normal TV shows where you build up a specific character and the audience because the audience likes them and you build them up even more, the problem is uh, if you don't like okay so Game of Thrones did it well because every, the ground was never solid. Yeah. Right. So obviously that's why you were able to push people away and like it gets yeah it's a surprise and it got you and you're like oh man but you still had enough foundation where other characters rose above it right yeah but then. I noticed, let's say with Walking Dead, Walking Dead tried to do something like that where it's like nobody was safe. The first one being Glenn. And I feel like after that happened, not only were people were like surprised, but people were mad. Yeah. So it's like you grew the character too much where you're like, you didn't never establish that anybody could go. No. And they just do it by surprise. Then people get upset. Yeah. But even with Glenn, that was already scripted because they were based off the comic book. So everybody, no, 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 everybody I get that. knew that was in I get that. But I'm just saying it's like it's. It, when you leave a, f- a show where it has where the foundation is not solid until the very end, I think that's where you people get upset. Where it's like, wait, this person was never supposed to die because you established him too much. But I get yeah. what you're saying. The comic book should have, you know, made that clear for everybody else. But yeah, like, pe- or or people should have been accepting like that's gonna happen in the comic book. So that's like ninety percent is gonna happen right now. True. So it's and it's and it's hard when it's like that when you're when you're one is because if you're basing it off like. Game of Thrones off a book or okay, yeah. Walking Dead off the comic books, you're gonna have that correlation that you're gonna you're gonna make your predictions of what you read or what you know of the book that's mm-hmm. happening on screen. And what's good about sometimes like that is like you get to veer off a little bit more. Because yeah. there were parts of Walking Dead that didn't really coincide on the timeline yeah. and the certain characters that they did in the comic book, which was which helped them sometimes because it it, it separated themselves from the comic book. But it hurt them at some time because it separated separated themselves from the comic book. Yeah. So it's like a hit or miss depending how you portray it on screen. But ultimately, it's it is what it is, and I I really want to catch up now mm-hmm. to see how they're gonna end it off. 
Really? Yeah, I'm gonna catch up. I'm gonna but, okay, just, so just to see the send off. I am not honestly. I stopped trying to catch up after I found out that uh, Carl Carl died. Yeah. I I was I was always one season behind. That's just why I watch things sometimes. But um, yeah, I stopped trying once I knew that he passed away. Not that he was my favorite character at all. It was just kind of like I felt the whole premise of the show is the future. And you kind of get rid of the most per- like person that like defined the future. Yeah. Like wherever Carl went, I felt like that's where the future felt like it was gonna go. Yeah. If he went on a, like a this thing where he, maybe he's going around killing random people like strangers like or innocents, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh man, that's the way the world's gonna go. So yeah. that was kind of your 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 your, your rod. Yeah. Like your your divining rod yeah. of where the show's gonna go. So when you got rid of that character, just like I don't know, I didn't had no desire to find out where the what happened next because he was the, he I felt like he was gonna show us. I don't know where the show would go or where that world would go. Yeah. But um, not. I mean, I. But who? The question that I have is, who is left aside from Daryl? Who's left to, to really kind of like follow, like from the they don't have anybody else from the original cast. Maggie right? came back, I think. Okay. But I think she left already. I, I knew she left, and I think they just did that as as a gap for her to come back. Okay. Because uh, she left, but it wasn't like she ended her contract. Her contract was so open yeah, for yeah. her to come back. The same with. Uh, Andrew Lincoln that his contract was like he left the show but mm-hmm. he has he has an open ended contract that I think that he could come back mm-hmm. and f- continue on with the show after the movie yeah but now that the show's ending so I don't know if so he's gonna obviously yeah. I think they're gonna end off that and then just do the movie and then that's it that's the okay. end of the Walking Dead anthology of those stories that were captured is it me or is I I kind of like that idea where if you do that with good TV shows where it's like you always. Are gonna follow up a good TV show with a movie? Yeah, like you do. You follow the TV show itself ends, the storyline ends, whatever. But then you follow up with that world years later, whatever. Kind of like Entourage. Yeah, or Fireflies. That's true. Or but Fireflies only had like one, two seasons, right? One season, eleven, like eight, ten, eleven episodes. That's crazy. And it was so, it was so like it had a, such a fan love and like cult following that they made a movie. Yeah, part like. 10 years later, like a while later, probably like eight years later. It's funny. I never watched Firefly, but I did love um, Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. Absolutely love that, yeah. sh- that movie. And it's weird because you would think that because I didn't follow the show that the movie would be like, what am I watching? But no, I for they established the characters pretty well just for the you know yeah, movie. Definitely. Um, yeah. I would def- like it was Supernatural. I'd love to see the same thing. I mean, after fit was it 16 seasons now? Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting if they ended it with a big movie like after the fact. Yeah. One final hoorah. Hoorah. All right. So those are the topics for today. We'll take a quick break and come back with Nix's Corner Review. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Nix's Corner Review. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah, buddy, buddy. <laughs> okay. All right. So this week I yeah, am this reviewing. Week. <laughs> this week it ain't Nix's no, corner review. This is Tony's Tony's corner review. Is gonna be. Uh, it's called the Babysitter Killer Queen. So this is a sequel or follow up to the Babysitter movie that came out in 2017, and this one is uh, follows like two years later with um his name is Cole's character after oddly defying defeating a satanic cult. <laughs> that was trying I loved to use one. I loved it. Use use his blood as the blood of innocence um to 
for the for the satanic cult to get everything they want from the devil. Yeah. So this one just follows again the same character Cole as he tries to outsmart new characters and reoccurring characters from the original cast of the movie to eat the defeat these evils um in Arizona, I think they're like in the middle of the desert. Yeah, they're like no, on no, a- not in a desert because it looks like a desert setting but there's a lake, which is kindly odd to me. Kind of like movie, um you know what it looked like because again, I, uh, in this case, this is based on like because I didn't. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch it. Yeah. But based on the the trailer that I saw, it kind of looks like. Uh, do you remember in the office where they did the, the the competition to see who would be the new supervisor? Yes. That's the setting. It looks like kind of like a deserty lake area. Yes. All right. So, like California, I think it's California. Yeah, I think so. Maybe they had a lot of hills and valleys and like canyons and yeah. all that, but. This movie was enjoyable. I have to say it was because if you haven't seen the first one, I say it, but they're both on Netflix. So you can watch the first one and then scoot on over to the second one right behind <laughs> it, which I did. And what I loved about this movie, what no, not loved because the movie was like, you have to take the movie for what it is. is I it, think that's it, where like, because that's why I love the first one. Because I, and that's it, why didn't, I said, it doesn't take it so seriously. It doesn't take it so seriously. And, and it's, w- just, it's, a slasher, it's a funny slasher kind of horror movie. Slasher flick, yeah. So, what I love about it, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Dale and Tucker's okay. adventure. I, I forgot how yeah, it, Dale and Tucker it, uh, versus uh, Evil. Versus Evil, yeah. Which is a lot of comedy and like intertwined with it and mm-hmm. the horror aspect. Horror comedy. Yeah, horror comedy. But it was that uh, you could tell in this movie they didn't take it themselves seriously. You could tell that they were like. This is what it is. This is going to be a fun movie just for the enjoyable factor that everything is outrageous. How the storyline, the plot, how they bring back the characters, how they die, how their commentary, how when they're about to die, their commentary leading up to, to their acts, the commentary uh, to set up for the next scene. I think everything was planned out to be like, we are just going to have fun. And that's one thing with with uh horror comedy movies is that they can either take themselves too cheesy that it takes mm-hmm. away from the movie of what it would be like i understand if they are horror comedy be like we're a cheesy movie but sometimes they try to get to this realm this try to balance that like, when it's horror is really super horror scary like you're you're, you're think- at your wit's end and then they try to go to the comedy trying to be too funny that it doesn't have this balance of like where do you where do you stand? Are you standing more on the horror side? Or are you standing more on the comedic side? So I think, because uh, okay, so these these two movies I'm gonna use as kind of your gauging are not necessarily horror comedies, um, but I think they both have both elements of what we're talking about that they are good ways to kind of measure like that kind of thing. Because I love horror comedies, right? Yeah. Um. So the far end, the more serious or you know movie that is actually horror. With comedy elements in it, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, yes, very much so. I think that's like the far end of one area, right? And then the other area, is something like uh, Scary Movie or um, uh, what was the one with uh, um, with uh, the brother, the little brother, Wayans who did it. So there was a Scary Movie. You remember those? Oh, um, uh, Haunted House. Was it called Haunted House? Yeah, yeah. So, the Haunted House. So the Marlon Wayans, those but, type of. I feel like that's. Those are your far ends of, of the spectrum. But here's my thing with so, right, so it's the just getting thing, in the middle. Yeah, this falls in the middle. But 
when I when like I think you're you're right with the Freddy Krueger end of like there's horror with mm-hmm. like sprinkles of comedy in between. Yeah. After the the second one, the second one had a little bit. The third one they just got more comical. It's mostly it's always Freddy. Freddy always makes these interesting yeah. or funny commentary, but, but it's never really like set up to be like super funny. It was just like kind of like the Joker funny. Like he cuts somebody in half and just makes a joke, and you're like, oh, I was. Uh, yeah, like, it's an awkward situation laughing. So, yeah, like the other end of it would be, um, I don't think it would be scary movie because they're. I feel they're more parodies. They're just making. Well, it fun is of, a parody, but no, but yeah, but I think that's, like, that's I when you go too ha- silly. Idle Hands was, I think, a horror comedy that was more like, oh, they brought them back to life. They were a little more cheesy on it. With that's with Jessica Alba. I think. No, no, no. I remember. I'm trying yeah. to think. It was like. How would I put like, that? The only person that I think does it... I think that was a good balance, too. That I, was I remember... A, I, I love those movies, too. The only movie that I think does it perfectly mm-hmm. with it with horror comedy yeah. is Simon Pegg with The Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. That's I, a great one. I think they, they integrated the horror, the zombie os- horror aspect of it mm-hmm. with the movie. All right. So, with Babysitter Killer Queen, I think they took more liberty on mm-hmm. the com- comedic side or more creative side to do things okay. than they did with the original one okay because the original one they they it was more like he was getting away and just the environment himself is what helped him to by, survive him just surviving by himself yeah. yeah him but him not initiating anything that to happen for him to survive it was like he was just caught in a situation that it was at the right moment in time that he survived then him doing an act to survive. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, so it's almost like, oh, he fell off the cliff, mm-hmm. or he survived because the other person fell off the cliff. Not like he pushed him off the cliff mm-hmm. for him to survive. So, so you're th- saying the first one's more of a coincidental survival. Coincidental. And you're saying this one is gonna be it's more of a like initiate initial initiating the 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 survival mentality and like the fight or but flight and fighting, which would be a great transition I guess, a growth. But you're yeah. saying it's not believable. Yeah. It, it it it, there was some aspects. I'm like, it was believable, but at the same time, it mm-hmm. was like, I know where they were going. It was like super cheesy. There was a there was some a fight scene that was like, very video game inspired. Yeah. Um. It, once you see it, you'll be like, okay, they, it's. I see that they're just taking it off the rails. Like, oh, if they go to space, the next one, then mm-hmm. I could see that happening. So okay, because <laughs> um, obviously this is a review for people that haven't watched it, so they can you know yeah. watch it. Which I'm a great example of that right now. So the one thing I would say, and please don't confirm, because I know that there's speculation of, of people showing up, um, but don't you don't have to confirm that. What I do want to say about the first one, I think the the element that really worked for the first one. It wasn't the way the kid interacted with the minions, I guess you want to say. Yeah. Because they were cool in, you know, surviving as all that well. But I think what really kind of threw over the top for me, that reason I loved it so much, was how he was with the actual babysitter. Because remember, every movie that has a great hero villain dynamic, they're always best friends. And that's exactly the way that movie came out, where they were like these super best friends of you know, the person getting babysat and the babysitter, they had this interconnection, but even when the turn, the tables turned, they still kind of had that kind of connection. Yeah. Even though they were kind of at odds. So that's the only thing. I mean, I don't, you don't have to confirm it, but I feel like that's what would be missing for the second one. Um, without confirming, 
mm-hmm. I would say uh, their relationship does come to light, mm-hmm. um, and 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 at certain parts of the movie yeah. that it does come into question of everything that they built in the past mm-hmm. to what the the point that they're at now. Yeah, um, it does have a good conclusion, or no, not really. Uh, it has it has a accepting conclusion. Okay. It's, it's accepting to how it ended, mm-hmm. or that lack thereof because of there's some end credit scenes, but nothing's confirmed. Okay, well, I would say like this. Do you, would you recommend this one over Happy Death Day or no? I would say I haven't seen Happy Death Day. So you haven't yes. seen Happy Death Day? No, I haven't. Man, you got to get into the horror comic because Happy Death Day was epic, man. I so I would say Happy because Death I haven't Day. seen Happy Death Day, uh, yes, I would recommend it. <laughs> uh, well, go, getting into that, um, before we get into your review, one thing I want to yeah. bring up is because I really love the genre of, of horror, you know, that horror comedy. And I'm sorry, you didn't get to watch Happy Death Day. And you crazy because they even have Happy Death Day, too. Yeah. Um, But there is another horror. And what I like about these movies is that maybe not this one so much, but uh, definitely Happy Death Day is these very creative storylines uh, uh, that you don't see in movies. I hate being able to predict the movie. I hate being able to see like, oh, well, this is going to happen based on every other movie I've seen in my life. Um, Happy Death Day was com- so different the storyline I've ever seen it before. You don't predict it. It's difficult to predict it. Yes. Did, no, no, this one. You okay. Won't, you, okay. Won't, you won't predict the ending. Well, I'm gonna test that there in a minute. Um, however, continuing. Well, do it. After wait, 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 wait. Continuing. Um, yes, you're right. So, the I wanted to mention a trailer that came out this week that I had mentioned. To, I think I mentioned to you that I just blew my mind because it was just like Happy Death Day. It was like that's a crazy cool story. I would love to see that, which was. It's called Freaky. So yeah. Freaky is with Vince like, Vaughn. With Vince Vaughn, and imagine Freaky Friday, and you know uh, Scream. Yeah. So that's exactly what it was. Something. If you watch the trailer, Vince Vaughn is a serial killer that performs a ritual and transfers his soul into a teenage girl in a high school, and the teenage girl goes into Vince Vaughn's body. So not only does she have to stop Vince Vaughn's uh, character, you know, or the serial killer who took her body, she has to convince her friends that that she is not the serial killer, and avoid the cops because obviously she's in yeah. that body. It's 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 and it's really kind of like playful and funny, and I I love it. If you guys get a chance, please check it out. It's freaky. Uh, it's kind of like like I said, it's like freaky it Friday. Comes out, it comes out this year. Too. Can't wait! Cannot wait! I to think see it's gonna that. come out on VOD. Which is no, I'm definitely gonna watch that one. Right. So, um, okay, so I did not get to watch it. So you get to give the Nikki's the official Nikki Nikki uh, rating. Yes. All right, so I would give this three and a half Nikki based on the genre that it's in. Mm-hmm. Based on the genre. Okay, well, let me let me test this theory. What would you give? Because you've never seen it before. Uh, I suggested part two. What would you give? Uh, the first one. You don't have to get into the review of it, but what would you give the first one? I think. Compared ooh. to this one, that's compared why. to this one, all right. Um, ooh, that's that's all right. I'll give. Oh man, I'm trying to think. I, I, because here's the thing. I, there was aspects of the second <laughs> one that was slightly better. Yeah. Of it, but the original, the first one was better in other aspects. So no, like, that's why you got. That's why you got to take it as a whole. As so a I whole, get, I get that. Like, there's gonna be times where. I'll say the. I'll, like, I'll say hmm. the first one. I see the first one. So, okay, but so, the first one so, saying, what would you so give then, the first right, one so, of you? So reviewing my, backtracking the review, the first one would be a 3.5. 3.5, And this okay. one would be a 3. The second okay. one would be a 3. Okay, no, that's good. It's slightly better 
just because they they notched it up the horror aspect a little mm-hmm. bit more on the first one. And, hey, they, and, honestly, they not, and they turned it to they turned the knob to the more the comedic side on the second one, yeah. which gave it a great balance. I felt no, that's and that's what you want. That's what I'm saying. Like I love horror comedies. I love horror movies in general, but horror comedies are always just fun to watch. Um, and to be honest with you, any sequel that isn't like if you given if you given a, a, a the real movie three point five, and you're not giving the sequel two point that's a great start because most movies fall off. I mean, there's going to be a fall off, but like you're rarely ever going to get something like a Terminator two. Yeah. It's going to be rare where the sequel is going to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, So three, I can accept that. Yeah. Three, three. Yeah. So it's not, it's not much of a fall off. Mm. It it was, it was cause I was laughing more and I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, there were scenes that was like, Oh, I feel like this is coming and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So like, it was like, Ooh, I was like, I always have predictions in my head. I'm like, predictions. I'm like, this is gonna happen. It doesn't happen. I'm like, I like that because then it mm-hmm. it, it it messes with my theory of how movies usually roll with. Yeah. So the ending was how it should have been, and I liked it. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. So yeah. So on to the next thing is our upcoming events. So we do have one uh, global event on mm-hmm. virtual. It's a PS5 showcase event. They just recently had one about like two months ago, mid-June, that they showed, they actually released the look, what the PS5 looked like mm-hmm. and some of the trailers. So this one is going to be the actual PS5 event, and it will focus on games from the first party and external studios, including launch titles. Okay. And I think on this one, they're actually going to finalize the price and the release date of okay. oh. the PS5. So this is going to happen on September 16th, which is Wednesday, this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see that. I'm going to post this. I'm going to post this up before the event. So you guys, if you don't know about it, now you do. <laughs> yes. So it is going to start at um, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time. So 4 p.m. No, yeah, 1 p.m. Eastern time, 4, uh, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. No, sorry, 4 p.m. Eastern time. I apologize. 1 p.m. Pacific time. So we're going to be seeing what games they already have a list of games they did like Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have uh, a lot of uh, they ha- they bought a lot of uh, smaller studios, so they're going to have a lot of independent titles coming through it. Mm-hmm. But the next thing that is coming up, it is coming up in Orlando this weekend. It's a uh, it's the uh, testing weekend. So months ago, three months ago. Hollywood Hollywood Studios announced that they're not going to have Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. So it was a huge bummer. But now they just announced, or they recently announced, that they're having two haunted houses during, they're going to be doing the testing this weekend, the 19th and the 20th. Okay. And it's going to be the Bride of Frankenstein, and the other park is called, I think it's... um. Trying to remember, it was like the the scary tooth fairy or the return of the tooth fairy. So here's the thing: here's the whole. They're having so what they're doing is that they're gonna have two houses, but it's only during operating hours, so it's only gonna be in the morning. So it's not gonna be at night. Wait, wait. When you say they're doing Hollywood Hollywood Horror Nights, wait. So they canceled the whole thing just to open up two. They're gonna open up two test houses, meaning they're gonna open them up. But they're only going to be during 
during operating hours. So it's not you know how usually Hollywood hours has starts at six after mm-hmm. the park closes. No, these parks are these attractions are going to be opening while the park is open. Okay, so it's going to be they, so they want to include two places while the park is open itself. Like hmm. yes. So they just so they want to basically have a taste of Halloween Horror Nights without the actual Halloween. Yeah. Harness. So they they what they're doing they're testing it to see if people would go if this would might increase the numbers so, so people could go to the park and still do that and if they might even extend it for a couple of weeks just through maybe the Halloween season. See, but then it just felt like okay. So if they canceled, obviously there's multiple reasons why they could have canceled it. You know, social distancing. You know, uh, maybe the popularity is too much where they. It's going to be difficult to keep the the percentage low of people yeah. that go out there, um, or even just the interaction. Because obviously, you know, in Halloween Hard Nights, if you've ever been, like the whole thing is that everybody's always in your face, everybody's always coming at you and stuff like that. So yeah. obviously, that wouldn't necessarily work with our current climate. Um, so the question is, if all those elements, yeah, I can understand why they canceled it. I didn't question why they canceled it, but why try to re like bring something like that back after you canceled it? You might as well just. You made the decision, just live with it. Live with it. Yeah. So, because one of the things mm-hmm. is that um, Halloween, uh, Hollow Scream supposedly still go, is going to be active. Yeah. But they think, aren't they, aren't they doing a drive through? Uh, no. Okay. I, don't, I don't think they're doing drive through. I think it's at the park, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But with with uh, Halloween Horror Nights, this is that uh, one, they're going to do virtual lines. So you have to have the either universal app or like a certain app that you have to log in and then and then on top of it, one you have to have a virtual line. So you have to log in and get your time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Two, it's PG thirteen. So that already eliminates any little kids to go through unless with their parents. Okay. So they can't go by themselves. So that's what their recommendation is. But knowing that a bunch of kids are gonna go there with their parents, they're gonna go through. Do you think it's because they do it in the daytime so they can avoid because I think the the biggest issue with all these policies regulation which i get that you know we need them um is they're maybe afraid of the nighttime bringing too many people that were drinking which obviously when you're drinking it's less likely you're going to try to follow any of those kind of things skylines so it I, could be mm-hmm. i think i th- i really do feel that they already had all this prepped up to do it at so? the beginning of, yeah they, they have these planned out oh you think that even okay I, so you think that they have all these things set up and they need to do something with it. Yeah, so they okay. don't lose anything of it. Okay. Because maybe next year they'll probably do a whole new... They have like they of have course, their yeah. seasonal... They have they change it every year. Yeah. So these are the two new houses or maybe new houses that they're bringing. So they're probably like, you know what? We're already at this place that we already have limited capacity. Mm-hmm. We have the space for it. Yeah. And this is... There's no additional charge. So if you're already at the park, you could go look at it. So it was like, it's just a added bonus being that there's certain parts of the park that's also oh, just not to lose whatever money they spent on I yeah get, I get just to be like if, if we're gonna lose money on they're mm-hmm. really losing money for not for whatever the production that they put into it to hire everybody because mm-hmm. it's a whole casting that they have to hire yeah. it's for temporary hires and all uh mock setups and stage setups so we're like if we're already past the point that we're gonna lose money at least let's make it entertaining because they could have just been like, they could have made that as a wash. But now, now they were like, oh, maybe people will be like, let's go to Halloween Heart. Let's go to, let's go to Universal because we could do all the parks mm-hmm. and we could see the two houses now that they have. So maybe that just attract a little few more people to come in that 
were more on really focused on Halloween Horror Nights because like we were, we go almost every year. So I mean, this is not gonna make me want to go because only two <laughs> houses. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean it, it leads to the to the thing of yeah, you know what? Let's let's that might lead other people to go and check it out. You know what's funny is I'm picturing okay, so based on the current climate and you know all the little all the rules that I think people definitely should follow whatever. Um I'm trying to think how can you do a successful haunted house? And obviously uh, obviously the way haunted houses were working especially with uh, haunt, uh Halloween Horror Nights didn't work. Obviously you walking and people running up and stuff like that doesn't yeah. work. However, I was thinking, what about if you were to take, let's say, a ride like um, uh, Small World After All? A boat ride like that. And just make it hard theme? And make it hard theme where people just eat you're like, you're literally in the worst, like you're going through the worst neighborhoods ever in those boats. And then things are just jumping at you at yeah. any given moment, in any direction and through the water, whatever. And but you're obviously in a boat and you're in your, your group and you're not really next to anybody else. So that would be that would be more ideal. That would be cool. Yeah, because it could separate them by keep that six six feet separation between groups. But you're still able to move around, and they can come at you from any direction. And it's it's scary because when you're in an enclosed scenario, that's you can kind of predict where people might be coming from. But like when you're in an open scenario and maybe it's dark enough where you barely see around you. They should do it like in the that'd middle. That'd be cool. They that'd should have like crazy. one of those like mini tra- uh, like uh, railroad tracks for like mm. single riders in the middle of the woods. I think I've. Where have I seen that? I feel like I've seen that. Or uh, remember uh, haunted mansion, haunted mansion in Disney too. Oh yeah, that's a two person ride, and you're completely covered up, so you're only able to see the direction that they want you to see. Yeah. So it turns, you know, whatever. So that's another. But I feel like the enclosed. I I feel like it's scary when you have more open space rather than an enclosed space. Yeah, because enclosed space scary is. It's like you already know what what direction they're coming from. It's kind of. It feels lazy. Yeah. Like yeah yeah we're in a small space and anything yeah but like when you're in an open space, and you basically that's where you really don't know where especially if you fill the room up with like kind of like that mist or smoke. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We'll do this. Mm -hmm. We'll go to the middle of the field. And we'll just have like a little trailer, and we'll blindfold people, and just drop push them off, and whenever they land, that's their attraction. They need to get back to their car. Yeah, that doesn't sound like as much as a haunted house as <laughs> it does kidnapping people and like. No, but they pay for it. They they pay they, for the blindfold. Yeah, so do, so do people. You know who else pays? Uh, people that get kidnapped. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't seem, <laughs> doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, those are the two events happening this weekend: mm-hmm. uh, the PS5 showcase and the kind of Halloween horror day. Because you can't call it horror nights because it's not happening at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha- uh, Halloween horror afternoon. That's a new Halloween name for horror it. afternoon. Halloween horror. The afternoon. thing is, is that you're gonna have such hardcore like fans. They're gonna go. They're gonna go. Yeah, not, not that it's, but it's that wasn't that I wasn't a doubt that people were gonna go. But, like, there's going to be a lot of more people going just for that. Like, you literally could have one haunted house. You can literally just have one, and you're going to have a thousand people ready to go. And yeah, make, that's what I'm line. saying. They're going to they're gonna attract the, the, the horror movie or the horror yeah. haunted house fans who were like, oh, we could do, we could do Universal and mm-hmm. go to the two haunted houses. And this is just a test to see how it gauges. But most likely, mm-hmm. I do feel that they're going to extend it. They're going to extend it for at least a couple of weeks or until the end of... Mm-hmm. till halloween but let's see how it goes and like that guys thank you so much for listening we really do appreciate it 
And you can always find us on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. As always, you can find us or email us at nerdsinthecitypodcast.com with leave. You can leave reviews, comments, concerns. If you have a movie you want us to recommend, a TV show you want to recommend, or if there's any suggestions you have for us to be better at your listening pleasures, let us know. Yeah, I'm, we're all ready for the feedback. Yes. And as always, tell the nerd, send the nerd, bring a nerd. All right, everyone. See you next week. Good evening. Good evening.